Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. Hey, kapre paak saaf bhi hai, kushbu, kushbu lag rahe. Hey, what a lovely smell. Hey, put the Yasmin perfume there. Yeah. Hey, not that heavy oud one. It's Alfal, man. Alfal. It's too strong for me. But joining us is a strong anim and anima from the Buakap. Refreshing indeed from uh, the bay, from the point of the Cape Horn. Hey, right in the tip of Africa is our very own, near the ocean, is our Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Mufti Saab, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell us, how are you doing this fine, beautiful morning, Mufti Saab? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shafat in our respected listeners in our technical team. Jazakumullah khairan jazak for this opportunity. Indeed, a beautiful Jumu'ah morning. You know, we wish everyone a blessed Jumu'ah, inshallah, in sin. Abandon the root upon our beloved Nabi Ali, salatu salam, jee. Yes, uh, Mufti Saba, people are sending in the uh, questions already. 0847863720. Yusuf Asmal is uh, waiting to take all your questions, inshallah. It says, uh, yes, uh, Mufti and team, uh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May you always be under Allah's protection. Ameen. Please explain the love, uh, the love and uh, fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Can I read uh, Nafil Salafo or Isali Sawab on behalf of Marhu means I am a Shafi. Jazakallah khair wa salam. Uh, Mufti Saab? Ji, yeah, love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shafat is to uh, abide and implement all the laws that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made for us upon a person. You know, uh, that is how to gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also following uh, the pattern, the sunnah, and the teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in kuntum If you claim you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then follow the beautiful example of the Prophet alayhi salatu salam. So you'll never get in a, gain proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and get the love of Allah. If you go contrary to the teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam. And fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to abstain from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited. Uh, to always be uh, aware that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching every move and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what to do. You know, it is not the fear that a person has for a wild animal as such. Uh, that uh, animal is going to devour and kill us in the slaughter us. No, but it is that fear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take us to task uh, for those things that uh, we violate. Uh, so that is basically uh, reading Isali's Nafal Salaf, Isali Sawab, that is not uh, uh, correct to do. You know, if a person wants to give Isali uh, Sawab, then it is best to read Quran and don't make the Quran to the Marahomin or give charity by a loaf of bread or water, even Shafat. What is one of the best charities a person can give on behalf of the deceased? Okay. Yeah, Mufti Saab, you're talking about water. I bought a 5,000 liter Jojo tank and it's filling up with water and I'm feeding all the birds and the bees with that, Mufti Saab. So, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, what type of charity is that, Mufti Saab? 
This is one of the greatest charity. You are feeding the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are giving water and everything that is life is in need of water and everything that is life is being created from water. Uh, you know, a person, a prostitute went to Jannah for giving a dog uh, a sip of water, shafat, and another person uh, is going to Jahannam, according to the Hadith, for preventing a cat uh, from eating and drinking. So you can imagine that in every living thing, the Nabi Ali Sallallahu will come in, there is a reward in if we feed uh, the creation of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absolutely, Mufti Saba. I see a lot of snakes coming too and drinking water. So, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't chase. I know you, you know, you're an animal lover. I don't chase it, Mufti Saba. Uh, you must watch snakes drink water. They really enjoy it, and then they just slither away. So uh, I don't know if you read that poem, The Water Trough, The Snake. You know, when it came to the trough, and he observed it, and then he picked up a stone, and he threw it at the snake, and the snake, and he said, oh, perhaps I shouldn't have done that, because it was such a hot day, and it came to quench its thirst. But uh, moving on, Mufti Sahib, this question says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. A while ago, I had a credit card. I lost my job and couldn't uh, repay the bank. They kept harassing me for payment, and I eventually changed my phone number and avoided them. Fast forward to today, the same bank is offering me another credit card. When I inquired, they said that my debt must have been prescribed and it's uh, been written off and forgotten. Where do I stand Islamically? Do I still have to pay the prescribed debt, or has it all been forgiven and forgotten. Uh, Mufti Saab. Very interesting question, Shafat. You must remember when people uh, take out a credit card or they are offered a credit card, normally comes with uh, protect, uh, insurance protection uh, in the uh, event of uh, uh, loss of job. So that means the credit company will uh, pay for the outstanding debts. So perhaps the person has entered into that agreement, uh, being oblivious and didn't know of that condition. So if this happens and uh, they cancel all the debt and they take it upon them to wipe off the debt, uh, then there will be no sum upon you. You will not be blamed also. However, if they did not cancel the debt, the debt remains upon you. You will have to pay it uh, one day, inshallah, when you are by the means. As for taking a second credit card and you are not in a financial position where you know that you will be able to repay it, and of course, interest charges will be added to that. You have about 60 days uh, uh, to pay back uh, whatever funds you've taken for it to be interest-free. If you cannot do that, interest will be added uh, to that. Uh, so then it will not be permissible for you to engage in these type of uh, riba activities. Chief. Mufti Saab, Assalamu Alaikum and uh, Chef, uh, is uh, the Provident Fund uh, payout I receive uh, lawful for me? If not, what should I do with it, uh, Mufti Saab? Provident Fund, Shafat, you get two types. You get one that is voluntary and one that is compulsory or mandatory. So voluntary, we don't encourage people to enter into that. It is not permissible because uh, it contains elements of gambling and riba as well. And then you do not know in which companies your fund is being invested. It could be into pornography, it could be into liquor, wine, etc. And uh, then uh, they give you the added bonuses which you didn't work for. So that is not permissible. If it is mandatory or government imposed or the companies impose it upon you, then uh, they pay out at the end of your retirement, then consider that as a gift. Whatever you have contributed from your salary that is being deducted monthly, and uh, the, uh, whatever they have added to, to that total, that will be considered as a gift from the company it is permissible and lawful for you to use. You do not need to give away from that money, G. Mufti Saba, what is the ruling regarding immunization from an Islamic perspective? 
Very good question, Shafat. We see a lot of uh, stories going around regarding vaccinations and uh, COVID-19 vaccines and immunization, etc. And people are a little bit in the dark regarding this. So yes, it is permissible to uh, go for immunization, especially for babies also and for adults as well, because it is only a prevention for a possible future outbreak. You must remember, it is not a cure. Immunization is where your immune system uh, is a sort of a spark uh, to act appropriately when, uh, uh, you know, pathogens or foreign uh, elements into your body. So that is permissible uh, within Sharia. Using uh, vaccines that is uh, made or uh, that has been formulated uh, with haram ingredients for or forcing gelatin, etc., that is not permissible. Uh, one needs to look for an alternative, a suitable alternative. It will only be permissible if uh, an upright, straight Muslim doctor, and I always say this, someone that is not on the payroll of these conglomerates and pharmaceutical companies, if he advises you to take that one because of the non-absence of a suitable Islamic alternative. But you can use, uh, you can do immunization. Uh, our fatwa normally is that people should avoid it as far as possible if they can, if there is a, uh, heavy side effects. And then also, Shafat, if the side effects outweigh uh, the benefits of them, it is not permissible also because then it will be injurious uh, to your health. You know, but I'm not uh, an advocate of, of vaccines and immunizations unless there is a genuine diet need for the gene. Yeah, I can see that Hakim that's listening to us. Yes, sir, Hakim. Yeah. Okay. He says they okay. use a black kulunji seed with the yeah, honey. Okay. Okay, Hakim. I, I told Mufti that. Yes, uh, Mufti Sahib, a question, a question coming through here. It says, Assalamu alaikum. As a female reading namaz at home, should I wait for azan to be called? Or can I read my namaz without hearing the azan, Mufti Sahib? Very good question. Yes, you should read your namaz when the time of namaz enters, when the time of salah enters. So you normally have a calendar at home that gives you an indication to when the waqt or particular waqt is in. So at that time already you can read your salah. This is for males and females as well. Uh, those people are still reading and offering salah at home because of illness or other reasons. You do not have to wait for the azan to go off before you commence with your salah. You can read it as soon as uh, the uh, time is in. Sometimes, Shafat, we have outages and you cannot hear the azan also not on the radio and you cannot hear the physical azan being called from the masjid because of its power, etc. So you cannot wait till you uh, hear the azan. You know, you have to read the salah as soon as the time comes in. Uh, well said. The, speaking about azan, Mufti Saab, is it a sunnah to read durood uh, before the azan? No, Shafat, is not uh, sunnah to read durood before the azan, you know. Uh, that has not been a practice of uh, the Salaf Salih, meaning the five predecessors, or the, the four schools uh, that we follow, uh, Hanafi, Maliki, Shafi, and Hanbali. So uh, it is not found in any of that or any narration also that we can attribute it to. So it is most probably something people have added or innovated uh, in later times. And we'll find the subject that brings about uh, the Durud before the Azan or before the Iqama. So there's no basis for that really. Uh, one should refrain from the jeep. Uh, Mufti, can Hanafis eat uh, fish uh, that was fried in the same oil that prawns and calamari was uh, fried in? Hey, they the mix of a Hanafi and a Shafi style. Hey, can they? <laughs> yes, it is permissible for Hanafis to eat uh, fish. Uh, normally, they use the same oil shabbat, uh, to fry your prawns, your calamari, your hake or your snook. The same oil is used. They don't differentiate uh, these uh, fish places and fisheries. So, because uh, there's no flowing blood in uh, the prawns and calamari, it is permissible 
to use the same oil to fry fish as well. And it is permissible for Hanafis then to consume uh, the fish that has been fried in prawns, uh, in oil with prawns, and calamari was fried in ghee. So, Mufti Saba, looking at this question, it says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, what can a person read? Uh, 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 yeah, when can a person read Quran in front of a dead body? Uh, reading Quran in front of a maid, in front of a deceased person, uh, it is uh, makru to read before the ghusl has been perform, performed of that particular body. So first perform ghusl of that body, and uh, you know after the ghusl there is no problem. Sometimes we enter upon janazah and we find that uh, ghusl has not been performed, and we find all these youngsters and uh, hafaz sitting there and uh, reading a beautiful Quran, you know, so that is reprehensible, that is makru, one should refrain from it. It is best to wait till after the ghusl procedure has been performed, and then only one can read Quran on behalf of the deceased jeep. Now, I've got a request on the screen. Uh, Yusuf says the listener, uh, listener asked to please ask question two. Okay, question two. Um, I have to go through the screen, Mufti Saab. I'm looking at question one and uh, question two. Uh, for, okay, today the bank card and uh, assalamu alaikum. Uh, I'm going to read this, uh, Mufti Saab. Let's see if you answer that. Assalamu alaikum. Warahmatullahi uh, wabarakatuh, uh, Mufti Saab and team. May you always be under Allah's protection. Please explain the love and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, yes, uh, can I read Nafil Salah for Isali Sawab on behalf of the Marumin? I'm Shafi. I think uh, the one they are referring to is, uh, you know, you didn't explain. Please explain the love and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, yeah. Oh, can I? I'm, I'm going to look at this. Can I read uh, Nafil Salah? Because, hey, I'm being bombarded here, Mufti Sab. Please bear with me. Uh, uh, which one you want to? Okay. Please. Uh, um, okay. Can I read uh, Nafil Salah for Isale Sawab on behalf of the Marumin? I'm Shafi. I mean, you answered that, but they want it re-answered. Or, uh, which one are you going to answer? I, I, I can't remember you answering the first one. about. Uh, may I, you I've answer. answered. The, I've please answered uh, explain. Oh, okay. Yes. Then the person is sleeping. Hey, yeah, you're yes. putting yes. us off track, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I, uh, anyway, Fasbir Sabran Jabilan. Okay. Mufti Sab. Because they made a request. Let's uh, accommodate them. Bismillah. No problem, Shafat. I, I have explained earlier that to gain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one needs to uh, uh, comply with the sunnah teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. Qul in kuntum Allah subhanahu wa says in the Quran, if you claim to love me, then follow the sunnah of my Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. So one will only gain proximity uh, based on the amount of sunnah that the person is... Uh, implemented in his lifestyle. If you go contrary to the teachings, you will not gain the love of Allah, you will not gain proximity, uh, you know, to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then also by doing abundant nafal, abundant nafal salah, making zikr, all these things brings about the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then refraining from sinning and making abundant istighfar. And fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, that generally means uh, that to abstain from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited a person from doing. Uh, the more you abstain from that, the greater your fear will be uh, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is basically one part of the question. The second part of the question, reading Nafal Salah or Isali Salah, that is not recommended. A person can give a charity, a person can read Quran uh, as uh, Isali Salah for the deceased. Hey, Mufti, number one from the cop, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Come here, Mufti Saab. Uh, yeah, no, no, I made hake fish. You can have that. Uh, I'll have that. 
you have that hake and chips today. Well, the, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to give you extra lemon and I'm going to put a lovely fish sauce for you too. You enjoy it, Mufti Sab. You deserve what a lovely answer there. Going to this question, he says, uh, Mufti, some Salafis, uh, in our area claim that the Jumma Bayan is a bidah and it is a disturbance to the people offering Salah. Is this correct, Mufti Sab? So many claims are being made today, Shafat, and uh, some of these claims are unfounded and uh, not based actually on sound research. You know, uh, the Juma talk uh, or the pre khutbah, as we call it, is actually a blessing, and uh, it is there's evidence uh, for that. You know, you'll find that one of the first uh, people to give lectures uh, was during the reign or time of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu uh, was a Sahabi by the name of Tamim Adari. Rahimullah remember that Jibaril Ali Sallam used to come in his form and in his uh, shape, you know. So he used to request permission and uh, Sayyidina Umar used to give him permission to give a lecture and then he would ask again and he would ask again. And then also you'll find an example of uh, Abu Raira Radiallahu who used to uh, uh, disseminate knowledge and uh, speak about the hadith of the Nabi Ali Sallam until the Imam would enter. So there's a foundation and a basis for giving a lecture uh, prior to the Imam starting his Jumah, the Arabic Khutbah, as we know it, you know, so the pre-Khutbah. And then also, Shabbat, people are uh, benefiting tremendously from this, you know. Uh, every week you can listen and learn something new from this Jumah talk. So it is not an innovation as uh, this Libyan uh, group is claiming it to be. In fact, uh, there is a basis, uh, a sound basis for the Jeep. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Great show as always. Uh, we were debating at home as to whose responsibility is it uh, to provide the marriage walima. Please correct us, Mufti Saab. Hey, it's going to be lamb or it's going to be a chicken <laughs> or it's just going to be there's potatoes. No need, there's no need to debate it. Uh, it is the responsibility of the groom. Uh, to provide the walima. So everything is placed on the groom shepherd. He needs to find accommodation. He needs to uh, provide the furniture. He needs to provide meals uh, for his family. So his, his life is starting off with a responsibility. Uh, unfortunately for him, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enrich him. So the walima, that is the responsibility of the groom and not that uh, of uh, the, the other party as we know it to be. You know? So inshallah, uh, those people who are intending to give make it a good one. And uh, do not be extravagant when it comes to these type of functions. Remember, there is better ways and avenues to spend money also, inshallah, G. Well, Mr. Groom, yeah, you start with a new broom. No 50-50 story. <laughs> now go half and half. <laughs> okay. <It's>, uh, <laughs> the, uh, this message says, my dad lost his job and has uh, no income. Can I give my wife's uh, zakah money to my father, Mufti Sam? Yes, sadly, many people have lost their jobs and many people do not have income. But it is permissible for you to take your wife's zakat money and give it to your father. You cannot give your own zakat money to your father. You will have to give your father some of your legal money. In fact, you will have to look after him. If you have extra money uh, at your disposal, then you can give it to him. But it should not be zakat. Zakat is, is its specific uh, recipients, you know. And your father, although he is zakatable, he cannot use from your zakat. So your wife's zakat, you can give to him, Jim. Uh, my husband uh, told me after a heated argument uh, that he had uh, no relation with me anymore. Am I divorced, uh, Mufti Saab? Uh, if he if said he has no relation with you anymore, that is not divorced. It will not be counted as a divorce because it is ambiguous at the same time. 
Uh, but we can tell him better not to, to speak. You know, better. sometimes people have a heated argument and then uh, they just uh, lose it completely and they say these regrettable things and afterwards they regret uh, Shafat. And sometimes uh, it's a slip of the tongue also. So we need to be very, very careful when uttering uh, divorces and divorcing our spouses. You know, rather take a walk or uh, take a do and perform two rakaat and cool off because Shaitan is enjoying every moment of the show that uh, the couple puts up. So yes, in this case, uh, you are still legally married to your husband and you are not considered divorced yet. Uh, Mufti Saba, what is the ruling uh, regarding commission paid to me from a finance company for getting them clients? Uh, for, for getting them clients, if you are directing the clients towards uh, RIBA-based institutions, towards uh, bonds and towards uh, car loans, etc., Anything that they have to do with usually in the riba, then it is not permissible. Uh, you cannot take that commission as well because you are aiding and assisting in some walata awanu alal ismi wal khudawan. As the Quran says, they do not assist one another in sin and transgression. So then uh, the commission will not be permissible for you. If you are directing them to other halal uh, alternatives, you know, uh, Sharia compliant uh, 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 loans, etc., and then of course uh, the commission will be permissible for you and lawful for you to use. Uh, Mufti Saab, I received a birthday gift consisting from snail gel lotion and face cream. Is it uh, permissible to use? Yes, it is permissible because a snail doesn't actually have uh, flowing blood in him like uh, other insects and uh, other animals. So it is permissible for you to use a snail gel lotion. And also it is uh, good uh, for a person to have. And remember that it was discovered with a Chilean uh, snail farmers when they used to work there and they discovered uh, how beautifully soft their hands uh, became because of the uh, snail secretion, which is actually a, a slime. And it contains a lot of good things also that the skin requires, like copper peptides and uh, other type of acids that uh, the skin always requires. It is permissible for you to use, G. Hey, now I know why your hands are so soft and they from the skin. Why, Mufti Saab, you should have given me a bottle. Yeah, I was there in Cape Town. I watched you. The snails came here with this habit. <laughs> okay. Uh, looking at this question, it says, I just heard your answer earlier, Mufti, about immunization. Are we allowed to refuse a vaccination from an Islamic perspective? Uh, good question. From an Islamic perspective, we, we are allowed to refuse any type of treatment, any type of medication uh, that is called actually a passive euthanasia. Uh, you can uh, refuse uh, treatment and medication. Tarkut uh, it is called in Arabic. And of course, if it is done, tawakulan, uh, you know, placing a trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it is actually more virtuous than the person using immunization. So there a person will be more rewarded if he has a complete tawakul. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cure him. So from an Islamic perspective, you can refuse. From a legal perspective also, uh, one needs to understand that it is permissible also uh, to refuse uh, forced immunization and forced uh, vaccines. That is also uh, permissible. We shouldn't go blindly into these things, uh, Shafat. We've seen the pros and the cons of uh, vaccinations. The cons always outweighs uh, the pros. You know, people only see years afterwards what happens uh, to their children becoming sterile, etc., and a host of other diseases because of the type of ingredients that goes into these type of uh, vaccinations. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, you talk about the ingredients and the frightening thought, uh, this is what's been uh, uh, told all around, is that uh, they're putting in these microchips whilst they're vaccinating you, so they get to know exactly each individual, what the movements are, what they're doing, 
And uh, they can do so many other things. They can, you know, even through the chip, uh, uh, make virus into your body. Uh, perhaps uh, your take on that, Mufti Saab, or perhaps, you know, any uh, wazifas uh, to read where we can, uh, you know, get this thing, uh, what do you say, immobilized? Uh, yes, we must always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afia. Always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for good health also. Then a person should do, uh, you know, it was part of the teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu salam, morning and evening. Uh, Shafat, uh, they want to control the, they call us the herd, you know, so this is part of uh, their agenda. Uh, that is uh, at least one side of the coin. Other people who are actually pro this, they will say, no, this is conspiracy theories. But nevertheless, if you look at the ingredients list, you will see what goes in there. And uh, you cannot alter the, the, the immune system of uh, the person if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created it. For millions of years, people have been living and, uh, you know, they were saved from certain type of uh, diseases. And the disease is only in its natural habitat. So you're coming here with a vaccination and you're standing to make billions uh, from this, you know, and this is all part of uh, their theories on how to control uh, people. And just yesterday, so far, uh, if we think this is not real, they're phasing out the usage of checks also. So we'll be completely digital soon uh, with regards to money. I received a message yesterday, you know, the bank sent a message that uh, from the uh, January 2021, uh, there will be no more issuance of uh, checkbooks. So see, that also they're phasing out uh, uh, as time goes on. So uh, we are heading certainly for difficult times and uh, we must ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ask here, G. Yes, people, they're checking you out. Yeah, no, no, you know, conspiracy theory, you being checked out. Yeah, you, you keep on debating. Be careful. Pass off, man, sir. Pass off. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. What is your thoughts on the whole Muslim Pro app debacle where they are selling our information to the FBI, Farooq Bai Industries? Farooq Bai Industries, FBI. Am I, am I right there, Mufti? I think they call it Farooq Bai Industries, FBI. <laughs> Uh, by, yes, uh, our information. The digital world is a very, very dangerous place. Uh, so many pedophiles, so many sickles, so many cycles out there, Shafat. And then all your information is stored. Remember, whatever you delete, it is not really deleted. It floats around in cyberspace. So whatever messages, photographs, etc., you think you have deleted, it is somewhere there in cyberspace, cyber cloud. So they will always have access to this information. And uh, these apps are being uh, marketed and sold as Islamic apps. But it's actually to get your information and uh, to see what you are doing. And sometimes uh, you have to give uh, consent uh, for the usage of your microphone and your camera. Before installing these applications, you must see that what mm. permissions you are granting them. They can listen to your uh, conversation because you've granted them permission. Many of these apps, uh, you know, the best phones was the simple Nokia's. 3310, etc. They did none of these uh, functions. You only need to make a phone call and you can only send an SMS. During those days, it was safer than what we are accustomed to now. Our phones will be uh, uh, contributing to our own destruction and our phones will be enslaving us also, G. Bring back the 3310, please. Mufti, you got one extra one. Please give it to me. Can I use it now or I, will it be obsolete? <laughs> I, I actually have two, Shafat. I have one mini one. It is smaller than my, my pinky, and I have another one as well, you know, but nostalgic, just keeping it there for safety. So uh, if you don't want to use our normal phones, then we can always use uh, those phones, too. Well, uh, Yusuf, let's go and buy a pinky one. Yeah, the tiny one. Yeah, we'll put a magnifying glass on it and start reading the numbers. Well, Mufti Sabi, you were absolutely brilliant this morning. Your parting words? Allah protect the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant shifa to all those people 
who are seeking those people who have lost their jobs, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replace uh, those jobs with something between, inshallah, saying abandon durood upon our beloved Nabi alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I can tell you to all of you that sent in messages, a big jazakallah khaira to you, you and you. You know, absolutely look forward to the Q&A on uh, Friday. And, uh, you know, Yusuf, you and I, we do have a chuckle with some of the questions coming through. But we really appreciate that. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, inshallah, we'll be rounding up. Broadcasting live from the East Rand. This is Sirius FM, 24 hours a day, sharing the peace and light of Islam. www.siriusfm.net